Hi everyone, welcome to our first ever podcast, Cheese Talk. Talk. I'm Stephanie. I'm Alexa. And we'll be hosting this podcast to discuss pretty much what it's like to be a woman in 2023. So pretty much we'll be sharing our opinions about relationships, friendships, woman care, fitness, etc. Everything. 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 So for our non-Spanish speakers, Cheese Man. I want you guys to figure out what that actually means. Cheese Man. Cheese man. Pretty much means like tea. Yes. Yeah. Gossip. Gossip. Hot tea. So gossip talk. She's gossip talk. talk. Yes. So Steph and I actually have a guest with us today. Hello. Tell us about Jess. Jessica. So we we wanted to do a little get to know us mm-hmm. because um this is our first ever episode. Um so a little about us, Alexa and I. You know, we're your hosts. We're actually cousins. Yes. Stephanie's older. Fun fact. Yes, I'm old. It's okay, but Thank you for telling them that. Right? Straight off the bat. (laughs) Um, But we're cousins. We're Peruvian. Um, We're practically like best friends. I forgot she's my cousin, to be honest. I'm being honest. Yeah, I forget that, too. Because I talk to you so much like an actual best friend. So, really conjoins. And then having our guests... I am their best friend. <laughs> She's not our cousin. She's not our cousin. But she might as well be, I to might be honest. as well, because I'm at the family functions. So. Yes. Yes. Eh, catch me there. Okay, so everyone, let's say our zodiac signs. That's very important. You go and go first. I'm a Pisces. That's my son. <gasps> my rising's a Scorpio. Ooh, I know. I know. <laughs> and my, um, what's that called? Moon? Yes. My moon is in Libra. You know, fun That's fact. I feel like we don't get along. <laughs> we just said we're best friends, and you're going to tell them that, that we don't get along. But when we fight, you're no. going to hear my side. Yeah, when we fight, it's, we... It's a little rocky. It's so like fucking I'm a war. double Leo, sun rising, but my can- my moon's in cancer, so I'm a little emotional, you know? The emotions sneak in there. I don't, you know, most of the time it's, you know, confident bad bitch, but then after Then that, it's sad bitch. Then it's sad bitch. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no in between. Well, sad bitch with flair. Sad with bitch style. With flair. Yes. There's no in between. Either she's fucking heated or she's sad. No in between. <laughs> you gotta catch her on a good day. But that's why we're best friends, because you're water, I'm fire. Yes. We balance each other we do balance each other what about jess i'm just in the middle so i Uh am a gemini sun i'm a sagittarius moon (laughs) scary and a leo rising okay i agree with you there (laughs) i think why i get along with all of them because both of my siblings are pisces so i'm good with water signs I'm good. And my mom's a Scorpio, so I'm, you know, <laughs> you like, I'm toxic not, is my friend. <laughs> my mom's a Scorpio, too. She's not that bad sometimes. Even though, like, she pissed me off yesterday. I can't with her sometimes. But, see, my mom's whatever. a Virgo. Mm. I don't think we clash well. I don't think Leo and Virgos clash well. Mm-mm. Virgos and Leos. Your fire sign, Virgo, is a earth sign. Makes sense. Juan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> but, um, fun fact... I have the same chart. Well, the the big three mm-hmm. is the same as Justin Bieber's. <gasps> and, no, and, <laughs> the Biebs. And I talk so much shit about Justin Bieber because, my opinion, he's toxic. He he's so, a problem. What does that say about me, though? You're Seriously. not the problem. Am I the drama? Am I the problem? Am I the problem? Okay. All right. Um. So dream travel plays, everyone. 
Jess? I'll be doing one or two. Pick um, one. Whichever. Mm, Bali. I just feel like Bali would just be such a such an escape from reality. And Period. it would be such a like spiritual reset. And I feel like it would just be everything and more that I need. Plus, I love that. Island girl. Island girl. Period. What about you, Lex? Well, I need to go to Thailand. Like, I need to see that before it's I die. It's a must. It's a must. It's, um, it's on my freaking dream board. Like, I got this, babe. I'm gonna, it's, it's in the works. We're gonna make it happen. It's in the works. <laughs> we just need to save up a little, you know. We need, like, three Wait. jobs. Actually, sup- when you... The flight is what costs a lot. Yeah. How much is the flight? The flight's, like, $800, $900. Damn. But when you get there, it's cheap. Yeah. Okay. Because the economy... I'm not gonna... I don't want some flags, but the economy's really bad, and it's poor. So um, everything down there is super. I would expensive. I would think it'd be more expensive no. because this girl, this famous influencer, she went to Thailand. She stayed in Airbnb and she said it was like sixty dollars a night. Oh okay. And she stayed for like a month. Cause I would too if I had the money. <laughs> we'll get there, babe. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We just need the flight. And that's <laughs> we just we're, we just need the flight. <laughs> so mine is Italy. Mm. I have more than one dream travel place, but 100%. Italy's definitely like since I was little, I wanted to go to Italy. Europa. It's just so romantic. Mm-hmm. Food is good. Like everything's so pretty there. Um, you just see famous people like yeah. posting about that shit, and you're just like, damn. I know. I, <laughs> I hope it's like that in real life too, because you know, France. Oh like, my God, yeah. it's Paris, actually dirty. Par- well, Paris is dirty. It's like, you know, New Many York. Like, mm-hmm. like, people outside of New York, they see pictures of New York and they're like, oh my God, New York is so pretty. But when you get there, it's like rats everywhere. Rats. Yeah. I think New York has its hit or miss. It's a, it has its charm, but honestly, you have to be like in the headspace to accept the right. charm. That it has. No, it's just chaotic over it there. Is, yeah. You know, it's good to like go there for like a couple of days. Maybe yes. a day, but I love going back to Jersey and just. I like the I suburbs. Need some calm. I, I will never get over the suburbs. I know I'm gonna have my family in a, in a suburban household, but in the burbs. As I'm, you know, in my early twenties, I love going to New York to party. Yeah. Oh yes, New York is definitely a good party scene. Compared to Jersey, like New oh, York is is just so yeah. much better. The clubs close in Jersey like two in the morning when they close at like four or five. They, they, the they know what's about. Yeah, well, honestly, I never make it. <laughs> to, like, and it's like twelve thirty, and I'm like bedtime. <laughs> Maybe like one thirty two. I'm like, all right, I'm drunk. Where where we the where the food at? Yeah, we do. Cause we, that's what my boyfriend's motto. You got to start early to end the night early. Yeah, that is true. Smart when you're trying to be proactive. But when like, you got shit to do the next yeah, day, hundred percent. But it's it also always, a lot of money, you know, like Ooh, to New party all night. Yeah. Yeah, everything's expensive. Drinks are expensive, but anyways, that's why there's the pregame. Exactly. But the theme of today's podcast is love, love. love. Let's talk about love. Anyways, we need some background music. Like we need to work on it. We, <laughs> we're still like you know In the working. Yeah, working this podcast thing. It's not the easiest. We have so many problems today but we won't get into we're that. here we're here we're alive Maybe for future podcasts for like later when we get more into it we'll tell you about our disasters from the earlier right, podcast right. and this is just the first episode so <laughs> i can't imagine what what's uh, what else is to come yeah so since we're gonna be talking about our love life let's talk about our relationship status jessica 
Um, it's complicated. It's complicated. complicated. So mm-hmm. you wear yellow at the party. Then. I do. I wear yellow. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or orange. Whichever. Were you under the table for New Year's? Well, we spent, we spent New Year's together. I was under the table before I met you guys at the house. Oh, okay. So I did, in fact, eat my ubas. We're praying for it, baby. We're yes. praying for it. We're Hispanic, so. You know, we eat the grapes. <laughs> we go under the table. For mm-hmm. those of, for those who don't know, yes. going under the table means that you're gonna have like a lucky love life yes. for the year. You're gonna meet the love of your life. Yes. It's just showing light. We also wear like color coordinated, uh, co- uh, special underwear. color color uh, underwear because they're supposed to signify certain things. Each color signifies different stuff. I always yeah, I forgot it. what I wore. To be honest, black. For me. I remember you wore black. No, I wore red. I wore black. Yeah, I love how black. Jess remembers my color underwear. Do you remember mine? I think I know what color it is, but I want you to know if because I, I told you. You did. I'm trying to remember. It was. I. Rem- I just remember Michelle saying she didn't wear underwear. Um, <laughs> we love that. <laughs> I'm actually wearing the underwear I wore that night. The night. What, what She's color is it? She's been wearing it since that night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait. Guess. It's the color of. It's. Milk. It's red. Uh, no. It's white. The moon. Green! Oh, green. Well, I had she a feeling it was green. I, I had a feeling it was yeah, green. But the coin is yellow. But in my eyes, the coin is green. <laughs> <laughs> the dollar bill is green. Wait, yes. so, oh wait. Isn't green supposed to be like good health? Yeah, good health. Okay, is Shawnee going to be <laughs> healthy <laughs> this year? That is not what I wanted. <laughs> That's not what the doctor said to you. <laughs> but, okay, wait. I I keep losing my, my train of thought. <laughs> Okay. Love yes. Lives. Okay, All Lex. Right. What's your relationship status? I am taken. I have a bouquet. Mm. I love him very much. Cute, cute. What about you? Stephanie. Um, I also have a bouquet. Ooh, we get like yes. little girls. I know. All we get like all cute. Because um, it's, it's me and Steph. We don't talk about our relationship unless we know the people. So like, exp- right. like talking about our relationship on the podcast. It's yeah, definitely a reach. We're opening up here. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, yeah, we only talk about our love life really to each other. Yeah. yeah. You know, so this is new for us. Mm-hmm. The learning curve. But it yeah, so how, how's everyone? Like, is everyone healthy, healthy relationships? I would say so, yeah. I think um, the man I'm with right now makes me feel happy, makes me feel good. You know, no toxic. Because if I'm being honest, like, my rela- my last relationship was really bad. Cried every night. Really, I would be anxious as fuck. And you don't want your partner to do that. You don't want mm-hmm. your partner to make you feel this way. Because yeah. that means you're not in the right relationship. Mm-hmm. And me being with my current partner now, I feel safe. I feel serenity. And I feel peace. And that's something I ha- haven't had in the past. So having it now... It feels too good to be true. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, I'm not we love lie. to hear that. We want our girls to be happy. Period. And healthy. Hell yeah. What about you, Jess? I'll be honest. How's your heart? I'm I'm getting there. I'm, I'm mending the pieces that were a little bent and out of place. Um, mm. I'm, but I'm good, you know? That's all that matters. Like, yes. I'm good. Like, I'm happy 
to be with myself, to be honest, because I think I, the one relationship I don't put as much effort into is the one that I have with myself. Mm. And oh my God, right okay. Now, taking the time to do it because I realize I can't invest fully into someone else until I invest into myself. Period. No, I love to sure. hear that. But I, I agree with that. You have to be healthy in order to be yeah. in a healthy relationship. You have to be. There's many things that you need to have mm-hmm. before entering right. a relationship. For you sure. need to be emotionally available. Yeah. You need to be prepared to honestly deal with someone else's feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only yours. And I'm not going to lie. These guys, they be giving me headaches. Yeah. Like, these men, yep. they be giving me headaches. I'm not going to lie. But I be giving him a headache too. So <laughs> it's, it evens We're out. We're Latina. We're Latina. He got the spice he wanted. got to dish what we get, you know? Yeah. So, Steph, how about you? How's your heart? Um, well, I'm in love. <laughs> <you know? laughs> no, I I love how, um, like, my boyfriend and I, we communicate. And that's so important in our relationship. Like, we need to talk. We're two different people. So, with different ideas, different personalities. So, it's important to communicate and just, like, hear the other person out. And I feel like we do that. Mm-hmm. And it's... It feels good to be appreciated and vice versa, you know? So it's it feels definitely, good to feel loved. Yeah, yeah, it feels good to be loved. And it's definitely hard when you come from like toxic relationships in the past and you come to a relationship where it's like, you know, mature. You have to. It's too good, yeah, right? It's you, too good. Well, it's, you know, there's also come struggles and you have to communicate and compromise and do all these things yeah. for us to be happy. And, you know. People think healthy relationship is a work in progress. Hundred percent, a healthy relationship isn't just what is just crying. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just noticed. Hold on. Jessica is currently tearing up after hearing Stephanie's words. Yeah, because that's just so beautiful. <laughs> I feel that. You know what I mean? Like to- literally, we're like ten minutes in. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think this was going to... I didn't think we were going to cry yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that's a really beautiful statement where you feel comfortable enough to, you know, confide in your partner and you, you know, can talk to them. Yeah. And you don't feel like you have to keep everything to yourself all the time. That is true because... Yeah. You're like, going to make me cry now. <laughs> it's okay. In, like, past It's just giving me flashbacks. Ooh. <laughs> it's just giving me flashbacks. Past relationships, like, Trash. when you don't get that communication you want or, like, yeah. that peace, it's just a bumpy ride. And people that are in currently toxic relationships, and you know you're in a toxic relationship. Right. I don't care what people say. They're like, no, we're happy, we're healthy. Like, yeah. no, that's bullcrap. You know you have problems. You well, know. I don't, like, necessarily completely agree with that because sometimes you don't know it's toxic until you leave the relationship and you realize like wow okay that wasn't healthy like that yeah. wasn't my no, best some moment people are, yeah. but that's blinded by love i can yeah. I, I can attest i can i can attest to that just because in my last relationship i feel like my emotions definitely you know clouded my judgment and kind of put these you know rose-colored glasses over my eyes and i thought everything was perfectly fine when in reality there was definitely things there that were an issue. Right. That I excused in the moment. I because you're in love and, like, exactly. you, you don't want to see the bad. You want to no. see the good. Yeah. That's uh, what I'm saying. You're blinded by love. Yeah, for sure. For so, sure. since you're blinded by love, you would say you're in a healthy relationship, correct? Yes. And I would say I'm in a, I'm in a healthy relationship as well. So, mm-hmm. let's talk about our toxic traits. Yes. Let's talk about how they stem. How it started, but what is one big toxic trait 
that you can definitely say you have because there's a lot of people that deny their shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do. And, you know, let's, well, we're being open. We're going to be open about it. This is about accountability, guys. It's about so accountability. I'll start. I'm definitely going to say I'm a fire sign. So I think you guys already know what I'm about to talk about. My anger issues. Oh. <laughs> I yes. get the, I hate to say this, but the little shit pisses me off. And that's definitely an issue to also have in a relationship because little things piss you off and then you get mad at your partner when they had nothing right. to do about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, your day could go terribly shitty and then you see your partner, maybe, it. Uh, sometimes people are different, it turns the other way. Or right. you it latch, adds it point. adds fuel. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, and since your partner is, like, the closest person to you, like, that's the first person that you're going to take your anger out on. It you sucks, talk to them yeah. every day, so it's like, you know, you're there, I... I have no you one else me. to take my anger out on. <laughs> and I know that's definitely, like, a bad thing I have, like, about the, my anger issues. Because I know my significant other, when I'm mad, he doesn't deserve it. Right. That's why I, like, sometimes need to process it to myself. And I'm telling myself, like, look, this isn't good. I'm being toxic. All right. I shouldn't be doing this. But I definitely think it stems from, like, my parents, for sure. I feel like any toxic trait you have, it definitely spends. It stems from past relationships or childhood, or parents, whatever mm-hmm. bullshit you went to, like, it definitely, it's because of that. I agree. I yeah. agree. What about you? Um, you know, tried and true to my Gemini sign. I am so moody. Mm. I can be perfectly fine one minute, you know, happy, laughing, and then something will min- minorly inconvenience me, and my whole mood will shift, and I'll be the worst person to be around. And I know that that's not easy, to navigate especially in a relationship because Mm -hmm. you know your partner is basically trying to play catch up on like what happened like 10 seconds ago you were fine and now you're not and i know that that's an aspect of myself that i need to work on because i don't like lashing out on people unnecessarily and i'd like to consider myself a pretty calm tempered individual Mm -hmm. but so you say mood swings is your mood swings mood swings because i'm not gonna lie i've seen you smile and then cry he went to the movies i was sobbing and then hysterically laughing like I know that's just just so scary sometimes with that but overall like you do seem like a pretty calm person and like you like handle yourself pretty well but um it does suck when your mood swings come it's like it's like what do do we do what do we do the inner pop pop smoke be popping out yeah we're like here trying to make her happy we're like okay you want us to you want us to do something funny see that's my issue when jess gets in those moods i stay quiet i'm just like oh so what do i say same thing with you though like i don't know what to do there (laughs) either because then she's so angry i don't want to like just don't talk to me yeah i don't want (laughs) to say the wrong thing and uh but yeah i mean smile away boys smile away that's it i'm like i'm gonna go (laughs) start my car (laughs) no but i think mine i mean i told this to my mom and she's like what do you think your toxic traits are and i was like i have a lot mom like i have too many no but i think i have like you know definitely like a work in progress i try to see my toxic traits and work on them Mm -hmm. but i think you know i have daddy issues for sure and daddy issues bring a lot of more problems like it's not just (sighs) one thing Mm -hmm. it's like 
you know, it's a couple of things. It's, you know, abandonment issues. It's, you know. Codependency. Yeah, codependency. It's also, like. Even love. Even love, No, but having daddy issues plays such a big role in your relationships. It does. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, even though daddy issues, like, affected me more back when I was younger, it was harder for me to kind of see the difference between a healthy relationship and a toxic relationship and I stayed in a good number of toxic relationships because I couldn't see what was healthy and what was toxic it's and also when you're so used to toxic you think that's healthy yeah you think that's healthy and then there's levels to toxic like you this toxic might not look the same as your and you other would find toxic. that like, oh, that's not that bad. So like, yeah. you would find that healthy. Right, because I would compare it to my other mm-hmm. toxic relationship. And yeah. I would be like, okay, this is not as bad as it was my previous one. So this mm-hmm. must be healthy. So it's kind of hard, like, growing up, you know, I had to kind of teach myself and kind of learn what's toxic and what's healthy. And I'm definitely a lot better, but it's not, like, a quick fix. Fix, yeah. yeah. Every tra- every toxic trait is not a quick fix mm-hmm. because For it's sure. pretty much like your tra- trauma. it's unhealed trauma. Yes. And you have to go through a lot of shit. Like people say that they heal through trauma a lot of different ways. See, I stopped therapy and I generally feel like I need to go back. <laughs> I want to go to therapy. Yeah. Like I but I'm just I'm not good at talking about my feelings. Like me either. Opening up. And... That's why you need to feel comfortable. Cause I think I've talked to three different therapists. The mm-hmm. one I loved, she was so sweet. She literally knew everything about me. She knew so much. Where like I felt like she was another friend. Right. You were comfortable. But the other two I spoke to, it was just like it felt forced. Like I didn't feel comfortable. They were just trying to get a check. They. Were... Yeah, but at the same time, it's just like. You need to feel comfortable with your therapist okay. if you want to be vulnerable. You need to right. be comfortable to be vulnerable. 100%. I love that. It's true. And I don't know. I feel like therapy, it's it's always mislooked. And like, oh, that's bullshit. Talking about your feelings, that doesn't work. This, this, and that. Mm-hmm. But you'd be surprised how many people bottle up their emotions. Yeah. And how much people want to talk to people about their emotions. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so, I know we're talking about our personal toxic traits, but... What are the toxic traits that you wouldn't want your partner to have? Ooh, okay. I have one. Okay, I'll start. Uh-huh. Mine is, I don't want my significant other to be so codependent towards me. Okay. I don't want to have a son because in past relationships, I would have always somebody latched on me. I didn't have personal space because they always wanted to talk to me 24-7. Mm-hmm. They always wanted to be on FaceTime with me 24-7. They always wanted to know everything and like I felt moments I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. And I'm if I'm being honest, like I would lie to my significant other and be like, I'm gonna go to sleep. When in reality I would just watch my show. Mm-hmm. Just have my time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And codependency, like I can't do that because like I'm not a mom and I don't want to be a mom to someone else. I need my man to be there for me. Like I I don't want to be a mother for sure. I want somebody that's surrounded that's grounded, that knows what they want, because who the fuck wants to date somebody that doesn't have their shit together? No. Nobody. Uh-huh. So you want someone that just has their own life, aside from your 
from you. Yeah, I want them to do their things. I want them to do their hobbies and not, you know, be on my shit. Okay. Because I've always had those types of relationships where it's always like, what are you doing? Free time? Like, okay, spend it with me. Don't spend it with your friends. Like, uh-huh. like yeah. that's that's toxic as mm-hmm. fuck when, you're sig- when your significant other says, like, don't hang out with them. Come hang out with me. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, you're supposed to have your own individual identities, mm-hmm. and at that point, it's, it's not just meshing into one. At that mm-hmm. point, like we're not one person. Yeah. I'm me. You are you. Mm-hmm. I have my own life. I had my life before you, and I still want to live it. I'm, mm-hmm. in, you know, I care about you. I'm still gonna be there for you, but if you want me to hold your hand twenty four seven, I'm not gonna do that yeah. mm-hmm. because you're a grown man. Figure your shit out. And what I like, my significant other is not like that makes me feel good i have my space Uh i have because i think personal space in a relationship is so much so it's so needed being with your partner every day 24 hours all the time that seems like i don't know it seems a little dreadful to me like Uh i can't imagine living with someone right now Mm. because i'd be scared of losing myself yeah okay because it'd just be me and him it wouldn't just be me you know i agree i mean yeah living together has always terrified me (laughs) because of that but um I think like when you find your person and you like you know care about someone like you start doing things that you like together and also the other person likes together and you start meshing up together but definitely there should be like you should have your own personality your partner should have their own personality and you know their own life and just like your partner shouldn't codepend on you for yeah. every little thing if you need attention you they shouldn't just i don't know i just don't agree with like codependency because mm. i don't mm. want a child like that's not but what does a child so would you have pets and they're codependent on you so but what, what, that's an what, animal yeah but what's different a child from an animal, animal stays in my room all the time well, like, you're trying to signify, like, a child. A child is a human being. They could do their own little things. But uh, with a pet, they can't really speak to you. They can't really do much towards you. But I feel my dogs can take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. They uh-huh. can eat by themselves. I don't need to, you know, feed them a spoon. Yeah. I okay. don't need to, you know. But don't get me wrong. Dogs are a lot to handle. They're, you need to, obviously, be responsible to take care of them. But I think those are very two different for sure. No, for sure. They're they're different, but you still have someone or like well something dependent on you. So I just wouldn't want like, a man. You want like, like a levels because to... I've seen this in like my parents would. I think my mom would always tell me like, you should never depend on a man. You should never do that. You should. They should never depend on you. You should have your own shit. You should have your own money. You should have your own life. You should mm-hmm. have your own stuff. My mother would tell me that every day, all the time, growing up. So mm-hmm. I think that literally put like a triggerment on my head. So like. When I meet somebody with those attachment issues, I can't give them that. Okay. I can't because my brain is already functioned. Like, the gear's already going like, babe, like, what are you doing? You're uh-huh. you're supposed to be about you right now. So you think it stems from that, from your parents telling you that for you have sure. to be independent? And, and that, think, do you think it stems from something else? No, that's for sure from that because my mom, she's such a Hispanic woman. Like, she's so, like, codependent, like... She, no, wait, correction. She's not codependent, but she's so independent with herself. Like, mm-hmm. she would always tell me, like, I don't need a man. I don't need all these things. And she gets her shit done. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my mom bought a house in freaking Florida. She mm-hmm. got that shit done. She didn't need help from my dad. But, like, you know, 
her him being there is helping her like mentally supporting her even sometimes financially supporting her Uh uh-huh so i don't know i wouldn't want like i'm i feel like i'm old-fashioned i want somebody supporting me taking care of me you know okay when it comes to stuff like that okay what about you jess my my thing would be definitely i don't want to be with somebody that constantly victimizes themselves when you try Mm -hmm. to have a conversation with them or not necessarily a confrontation but to address a certain issue and it's as if you can't get a word in without them immediately jumping to the defensive and having to make some elaborate excuse as to why they were the victim in the situation and why their actions happened the way it happened that's that's very it's it, that's it, a lot that stems from emotional immaturity that you won't take accountability for your own actions right it's like feel, you're wrong you're yeah, wrong yeah. i didn't do anything wrong exactly i like, hate guys that victimize themselves like especially if you're a grown man yeah. own up to your actions yeah. it's okay that you make mistakes yeah. everybody does you're as long as you're taking accountable for exactly. them and you know you speak to say like because I hate the guys that are like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, this, this, and that. No. But then they do it again. Yeah. You're not sorry if you're going to keep doing that bullshit you're over not. again. And I know that as long as you're just talking over me, you're not listening to what I'm actually trying to say. Mm-hmm. And that just causes friction and that just leads back to the whole communication thing. So if you can't talk to your partner freely, then what's the point of it right. at all? No, I and agree with that. it just gets frustrating because you feel like you can't express what you actually want to talk about and you have to bottle right. everything up. Which is it's why like always a fight it's not even a conversation it's like it starts off as a normal debate or like convo and then it ends up into an argument because somebody gets heated because you're talking over me or it's so unfortunate that you had to deal with that i'm really sorry no i mean shit happens shit happens i'm latina i like a good fight i love (laughs) and there's so many different types of people out there like you're just bound to have experience yeah and i think definitely in the situation that i was faced it was just a matter of not caring anymore and not mm-hmm. wanting to take accountability for what happened and just tr- wanting to just pretend that none of it happened. Um, can I say something? Sure. So, you were telling me in the past that you bottle shit up. I do. And that makes so much sense now that you're telling me about how you don't want somebody that victimizes themselves. They make every conversation a problem. It makes sense why you hide your feelings because you don't want to dispute. Right. You don't want bullshit. You don't want that to happen. So, you rather just hide it. And that's right. also hurt, that's hurting you more than it's hurting your Because your, your feelings are not being acknowledged. So, mm-hmm. and your feelings should always be acknowledged, girls. Yes. Remember that. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, that? I I agree with Jess. I think that's so, you know, important. Maybe not like the victimized themselves, but I think a toxic trait I wouldn't want my partner to have is like lack of communication because. Yeah. communication is so important in a relationship like you need to communicate and mm-hmm. if you know i have a problem it shouldn't just lead to a fight all the time like it should yeah. just be a conversation obviously we have different opinions we have you know different lifestyles we're not gonna agree on everything but yeah. it shouldn't just lead to a fight all the time and like i should feel heard vice versa they should feel heard as well and if if that's not the case then you know what's the point of being in a relationship in your past relationships have you felt hurt have i felt hurt i mean of course like i wouldn't like say all my relationships were toxic like i've definitely been in relationships that felt healthy but you know i've had relationships where i felt i i didn't feel heard and 
you know it's important to have that it's important to like respect your partner and respect that they have their own feelings and their own thoughts like it's yeah. just not you and the relationship it's mm-hmm. two people in a relationship it's you and that person yeah, it's not so, just you right so it's not you know respectable to just like not acknowledge your partner's feelings and thoughts and yeah i think that's important to that like i wouldn't want my partner to have that hell no and now that we're talking about that so we talked about the bad so what was one thing you would want your partner to have like a must in a relationship what is you? What would you say is your mo- most important thing to have in a relationship? Good sense of humor. Ooh. <laughs> I, 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 she says, you, I like a goofy man. If you can't make me ha 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 and ja ja ja, like you can see the door. Nothing like, else is gonna be ja 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 ing. No, seriously. Like, I, I, it can't I, be I a boring that. ass relationship yeah. either. I'm such a sarcastic ass bitch. <laughs> like, I need someone that's just gonna throw it back. At right. Me, you know? Yes, mm. I need somebody to match my energy. Exactly. That's that's, that's yeah. important. See, mine, I would say, important in a relationship. I would say funny for sure, but I say the one thing that, like, immediately popped in my head is trust. Yeah. Okay. Trusting your partner is very important. If you don't mm-hmm. have 100% trust, it's not going to function. It's gonna You're going to have rocky paths, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm not saying it's not going to work, but I'm saying it's going to take a while for it to reach 100 if you're not at 100 with your partner. For sure. You need to you need to feel safe in your relationship. Hell yeah. And like people, you know, this is one big debate where sharing locations. Mm -hmm. I I don't think it's needed. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. But in my past relationship they would always ask me for my location. I'm like, Do you not trust me? Why? Like, why do you want that? Like I think that's not needed. But I know people say like, but it's for your safety. Like, oh, I don't. I don't, I, I don't like I, that. I get it. Like, I get it. But I don't. What safety? I'm gonna call nine one one. Yeah. If I'm in like, what do you yeah. mean? What, <laughs> what, are, you what are you gonna do? Like, if I. But also, like, if some shit was happening with me, I would call. Like, you know, obviously. 911, but like then I would call my family, and then I feel like realistically I'd call my boyfriend. Yeah. Right. The house is burning, let me call my man. No, 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 no. and literally, my boyfriend lives like 30 minutes away. Like, if something <laughs> happens at my house, like, I'm gonna be dead by the time he shows up. So, uh, he got that fast car, he might be there in 20 minutes. No, but like, I got it. I guess you know, some people, like, in case they go missing. They could tell the cops, like, their last location. Yeah. But, like, also, like, my girls have my location. Like, I feel like they'll let the cops know. <laughs> they'll let the cops. You know. My girls will find them before my man's yeah. <laughs> Like, I always answer a call. Like, if I don't answer, I'll text, like, what's up? I can't talk right now. Like, I'll always she answer really a call. She does that. Yeah, so if I don't answer, it's automatically, like, where the fuck am I? Because then, I don't know, when I don't answer somebody, I'm like, oh, my God what happened yeah. are you okay yeah. like what's going on mm-hmm. do you need me and then they're like no nothing I just want to change oh okay I can breathe, <laughs> I can breathe. Okay. Um, oh I mean, the other day when you called me three times, Alexa called me three times and I didn't answer, and then I called her back and she's like, I could have been dying. I said that. I was like, I could have been dying. But like, <laughs> I could have been Ill. Would you call Jazz if you're dying? No, she's, like, she's like, pay me a million dollars to call somebody that won't answer. I'm going to call you. <laughs> I'm going to call you. 
I'm sorry, we're eating hot Cheetos and we're literally smoking <laughs> vapes right now and like I'm fucking dying. Like, <laughs> like the spiciness and, and the, the vapes. Mint flavor entering it's, just, it's just not a good mix. But I think yourself. I mean I agree with both of you. Like I need a man who's gonna make me laugh. Yeah. And I do need trust. And then I also need communication. I'm very big on communication. Like I spoke about it so many times right now. But that's like so fucking important. That's but like, that's communication's so, so, so important. <laughs> it seems so simple but and people see like it's communicating with your partner like that seems like the simplest thing ever yeah. like but, but no. like it's not it's actually harder than you think it's you know mm-hmm. like you need to communicate you need to talk a lot of people i personally like you know i don't love talking about my feelings but i try to just communicate what i'm thinking about or like how i feel because it's important mm-hmm. to me but of course so, to change it up a bit, well, no, not really. <laughs> Do you guys think people change? So, I know we're talking about toxic traits and toxic traits you wouldn't want your partner to have. Do you think people can get over those toxic traits and become better people? Or do you think that's just like a fixed thing that you will no. always have? 100%. You can change because... I'm not the same person I was last year. I wasn't the same per- I'm not the same person I was two years ago. Yeah. Right. So I feel like everyone's capable of change, but you have to be willing to make that change. You have to change. be open to it. Yes. All right. We're all going. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But it's it's something that has to come from within you, and it can't be forced upon you because you're just going to, you know, shove and your you head And you can't just let it be because then nothing will change. Exactly. For sure. People change every day, people's moods, mm-hmm. people's feelings. You go through a lot of shit and that's just changing right. you. Yes. Your your experience changes you too. Like, you know, going to a different country, going to a different city. Mm-hmm. You know, your outlook on life will definitely change. Yeah. And meeting new people with different mindsets definitely helps you change your mindset as well. Like definitely. different opinions can definitely fix the toxic traits that you have so since we're saying people can change but can cheaters change um i don't know i'm a heavy hitter with that like i have i'm between like people can change people can fix you know their actions if they're really about it like how jess said they're really about it they put their whole like persona into it and really want to change as a person for sure i think cheater can change but if you're gonna half-ass it you're not gonna change no yeah i mean i i agree with that i feel like people definitely you know learn from their mistakes i feel Mm -hmm. like also like if you get cheated on you want to cheat on your other partner just to like you know feel what they felt yeah feel what what you felt but also like i feel like if you're a cheater, that says a lot about your character. Because yes. why are you getting into relationships when you don't feel whole? Like, yeah. yourself. Because, you know, cheating comes from not having... you know, not Something's feel- missing. Yeah, something's missing. You're not feeling fulfilled. Yeah. But you shouldn't get into a relationship if you have that mindset. And you should honestly work on yourself so your next partner doesn't have to suffer like that. Because it's a, it's a very, like... It's a fucked up move to yeah, do Yeah, it's a partner. fucked up... Thing to do to your partner and then your partner also feels you know like they're not enough or yeah. you know they're they need to do more so that fucks up their next relationship it's like Hell fucking yeah. domino effect it is a domino so, effect yeah but i feel like you know 
I think it depends on the person if they want to give in. Mm-hmm. That's all. I right. I don't really have like a yes or a no. It's really in the middle of you as a person can change. So if you guys, I'm sorry, Jess, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say, be like, uh, guilty until proven innocent. Okay. Guilty okay. until proven innocent. Until there's hard proof to show that you are actually making an effort to change your behavior in that capacity then i can believe it but otherwise i feel like it's a lot of just talk and uh-huh. not actions so if you guys are talking to someone new mm-hmm. and they meet all the boxes like they yeah. check all the boxes perfect man and he tells you yeah i cheated before do you guys still pursue that relationship so, as a female that was in a relationship with someone that confessed that he cheated in his previous one, yes, I did stay with him. No, Do you think that was the best option? It, he, well, he didn't cheat on me, but I think... Did we, you have in your head that he was capable of doing it? Anybody's capable of cheating. Realistically speaking, anybody's yeah. capable of it. I could have done it if I really wanted to, mm-hmm. but I had, I had trust in my relationship with him at that time and the connection that him and I shared at the Mm -hmm. time. So, no. I wasn't worried about him doing it. Was the possibility of it happening there? Yes. But I trusted that he wouldn't, and he didn't. And I feel like that does kind of show that cheaters can change, but at the same time, I feel like it depends on the person you're with. Mm -hmm. And, again, whether or not you're willing to do it or not. Right. See, I've never experienced being cheated on or been with somebody that cheated with someone in the past i've been with someone that got cheated on and i'll tell you that experience that experience was rocky Mm -hmm. that was probably one of the most toxic relationships i've ever been yeah because his mindset would constantly worry like what are you doing what are you up to because they had the trauma from the past and they would put my their trauma on me when i never did it Mm -hmm. and it's so unfortunate because like I would always constantly tell him, like, but I'm not her. You mm-hmm. need to stop thinking yeah. that. I'm right. not that person. Right. We're two different people. But mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, no, nothing. Ch- like, mm-hmm. as much as times I said that, I still stayed. But I didn't realize how bad it was until the end. All right. So I think it's definitely rocky because cheaters, he wasn't the cheater. He was the Yeah, che- he got he was, cheated he on. He got cheated on. So he had the emotional like development with all that bullshit and like i i get it like you start thinking doubtful about people and you start thinking like oh this person loved me but they could still do this mm-hmm. you know and like as much as it hurts to get treated on it's not fair for your new partner to like get all that baggage that you have from getting cheated on that. no yeah. one does but um Relax yeah i don't know i mean i've never been with someone that cheated before i mean i don't know if they've lied to me and said that they've never <laughs> cheated that's a question that i still ask you know like have you ever cheated i feel like it's important to know mm-hmm. what your partner has done in their previous relationships yes but um no i've never been with someone that has cheated um i don't remember if they've been cheated either but um yeah i don't know i think people do change though i, I think people do grow and i hope um you know, I hope our new partners or our next partners don't have that emotional baggage. I hope Who not. Knows? Hit me up in the summer. We'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Jess, what's your love language? 
Ooh, okay. So my love language is definitely acts of service. Ooh, okay. You know, I'm, I'm definitely that bitty that's like, let me go do this, like, let me go get you something. Let me do this for you. <coughs> like, don't stress about it. I'll do the laundry. I'll, you know, I'm that person. And then in certain aspects, definitely physical touch, but I'm not an overly affectionate person. So I feel like... You like that with that your partner? Specifically, yes. With okay. the person that I'm involved with. Ooh, let's time. say that. So you're acts of service but you would want your significant other physical touch physical touch yeah physical touch okay. is definitely i don't know why grab me grab me <laughs> grab <please>. throw me i want to be put through drywall okay so just to um for those who don't know the five love languages are words of affirmation acts of service receiving gifts quality time and physical touch so i think for me Words of affirmation Ooh. is pretty big. You know, back to the communication. Words of affirmation. I do also like quality time and um, acts of service. Same as, same as just. I don't know. I just like the little things. The little things what are so important to me. Your significant others. Like, you know, oh, I know this is dumb, but like, oh, I, I got you water. I know you're you're thirsty. Or like, oh, I warm this up for you because i know yeah. you like it warm or like just the little things like little... i saw this flower and i thought of you See, and it's adorable. you know like mm-hmm. you have me in your mind and you're thinking about what makes me comfortable and what mm-hmm. you know helps me so i like that what about you i would definitely agree with jess i'm mm-hmm. an access service type of girl i literally my man tells me he's hungry i tell him like okay i'll be there in an hour with your lunch yeah. like <laughs> i'm <laughs> literally Oh my god, I I do that too. Where it's like, oh my god, I really want this. I'm automatically go to Amazon and buy yeah. it like yeah. on the way. And you know, my boyfriend was telling me like, stop spending your money on me. And I'm like, but I love, you know, I love spoiling my boyfriend. Yeah. I like giving, I want to cater to. You. I love giving him gifts as much as he tells me save your money. But I also you know love doing acts of service. I love you know just little things like oh I'll drive you to your friend's house. I'll do this. Mm-hmm. Like I don't mind doing these things because. My significant other would a thousand percent do that for me. Yes. yes. So, but from my, I would say for my significant other, his is physical touch, and I love that about him. I I'm not like Jessa. I'm not a physical type of person. Grab like, that ass, literally. Yeah. <laughs> but my parents didn't give me that much physical affection mm. growing up. So having that now, it's like mm. wow, like someone. Like, it's the little things, like, out of yeah. nowhere, like, I'm reading my book, and he'll just smile at me, and he'll, like, he'll start, like, squeezing my legs, or he'll start, like, doing little things, uh-huh. and then he'll go back to, like, doing his work, and stuff like that. Like, uh-huh. for me, it's little things, like, right. stuff. it's the little things that matter in your relationship. I completely agree with mm-hmm. all of you. Mm-hmm. And since, you know, we're on the theme of love, <laughs> we're gonna get into the topic of love is blind so i made just watch all the episodes before this podcast yes, she, she did miss the reunion but it's okay we'll fill her in but for those who don't know love is blind or haven't watched it um it's basically a reality show it's like a love re- a dating reality mm-hmm. show where people talk to through each other panel. yeah through a pod and mm-hmm. um like over a course of like a couple of weeks and then they have to pick the person they want to get engaged to so it's definitely a different dating show uh, yeah compared to others but so 
So I kind of like it because like you really meet somebody mm-hmm. without seeing them. You bond yeah. emotionally because you don't realize so many people look for their type before they, you know, right. give it a shot because you yeah. never know. Like, I don't, you know, hypothetically speaking, just like you never know, but like maybe a guy <laughs> that soulmate. Like, your soulmate. <laughs> don't say that to me. Don't you, say that to me. You never know, but maybe a guy that you weren't that's not your ideal type yeah. ends up like having all your boxes checked right that. oh my god Faye just went live <laughs> <laughs> anyways okay so the characters for the season were marshall marshall zach bliss tiffany brett chelsea irena jackie josh micah and paul and kwame mm. um not all of them made it like there were definitely a lot more contestants but these they were didn't the people that got engaged, engaged. yeah um, but yeah, who who's your least favorite character? Okay, I think I don't know if we might all agree on this. We probably will, but there's a lot of controversy about Jackie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ja- Miss Jackie girl. I I'm not gonna lie. You were I was I was rooting for you, babe. I was rooting mm, for honestly, you since day one. Yes, and I thought, and, you know, she's such a bad bitch. And she I was is. like. I right don't... off the bat, I was like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. She's so pretty. She's she so likes... nice to these girls. Like, yeah. she, mm-hmm. like, don't get me wrong, she's probably a great person. But, but not from what we've seen. <laughs> but what we've seen on the TV, it's showing us otherwise yeah. how she did Marshall. So yours is Jackie. Uh, mine is definitely What about Jackie. you, Jess? No, definitely Jackie, because I felt for her in the beginning, because, you know, she was going through it. She was very emotional, and I could sympathize with that. And then she just flip the switch and she threw getting, a curveball at us yeah she started yeah. getting very snaky and i didn't mess with that and i didn't appreciate to Team marshall to, yeah i didn't appreciate yeah. what she did to marshall like if you weren't about it why play those games that is correct i think my least favorite i mean i don't like jackie from what we've seen but i definitely did not like Irina and micah okay. they were just such mean girls and no one likes a mean girl no. you know i mean Irina took the heat she in the did. reunion, so I give her props for even showing up because I felt bad when she was about to speak and someone laughed. Oh, I got secondhand embarrassment. Oof. That was in the reunion, but yeah. So there was a couple of bad people in there, but who's your most favorite? So my most favorite is Tiffany and Brent. I have yeah. two. I love them. I stand by them. Mm-hmm. I will honestly walk the ground they're walking. Like, I don't... They I, were such a cute couple. They were. Although, like, what concerned me, they never fought. <laughs> I know. I I wish, like, they showed us... I mean, t- there was a scene where Tiffany was crying, but it wasn't... It was about it wasn't the wedding. About it, was just, it was just yeah. stress. Yeah, it was the stress yeah. about the wedding. So I, I wonder if they do fight or if they've had an argument. I'm sure, but it probably wasn't juicy where they wanted to air it. It was probably yeah. like, oh my god, did you leave the toothbrush out again? Right. Because yeah. they made all the drama around Kwame and Chelsea, Micah, yeah. and yeah. then Jackie, Marshall, and Josh. Pretty much. But also, yeah. Irina, Zach, and Bliss. Mm. Uh, my favorite is actually Bliss. I love Bliss. Bliss seems like a, like, I don't know, she carries herself so well, mm-hmm. and... I just love how she just, like, rides for her man. Like, everyone was saying Zach was weird and Zach was this. And, oop. <laughs> and, um, you know, everyone was just talking shit about Zach. But I, uh, Bliss just, you know, she loves Zach, her man. Okay. I don't know. Zach is, like, a heavy hitter for me, too, though. Zach, I'm not going to lie. Zach, you're so cute with Bliss, but you were cringy as fuck oh, in yeah. the show. 
Baby, I just quit the singing. I just don't like when <laughs> I don't like when, when they sing. start <laughs> singing. I skipped through that. I didn't even watch the whole thing. I didn't need to see that. <laughs> Jess, who's your favorite character? My favorite character. Oh my god, that's kind of hard. I'm gonna be honest. Um, um, none of them, to be honest. Ooh! Uh, I, there wasn't any, that everyone. No, I didn't like die. anyone in that show. I'll be honest; like nobody really picked, you know, tickled my fancy. But the t- the couple I did root for the most was definitely Tiffany and Brett because you could tell that there was a genuine like chemistry between yeah. them, and it wasn't just for the cameras. Yes. So, They're so yeah. cute. I so love them. You guys agree that Tiffany and Brett are, were the healthiest relationship 1, on the show. Yeah. Do you guys think the experiment works? Mm, mm. Maybe. I feel like to an extent it probably does because it teaches you to like what Alexa was talking mm-hmm. about, you know, pay more attention to the type of person that they are versus <coughs> what they look like. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like at the same time, not to sound superficial, you know, looks mm. still play a part. It does. And they do. It could definitely, you know, make or break the relationship after the fact if you guys are just going into it blind like that's how irena felt like she felt connected to zach and i was i'm not gonna lie i was rooting for them but she it's kind of crazy because she was saying before she saw zach she was like oh like i don't care how he looks like i'm still gonna love him and as soon as she saw him she named him a cartoon character that doesn't blink that doesn't blink and when bliss saw Zach, like, he was everything she wanted. She like, she everything. had no problem with that. So, it just, like, really shows how... He looks better now the with the right beard. person. Yeah. He looks great well, now. The first thing Irina said to him was, oh, my God, you look like a cartoon character. And I'm like... I would feel so offended girl. if someone told me that. I'd okay. be like, okay. Okay, unpopular opinion, though. The first thing I said to my ex-boyfriend was, wow, you have big eyes. So... You know, maybe I'm just a hypocrite, but but that that's not. As but you didn't insult. tell him he looked like a cartoon character. You didn't tell him he looked I, like a big. Bug. I told him he looked like Oscar the Shark Slayer. So, oh god. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, that the show was a whole mess. Yeah, to be honest, uh, it was um, juicy. It was juicy. The reunion. Juicy. The reunion. Oh my god! I don't. It's. Let's talk about Vanessa and Nick Lachey. <laughs> Yo, no, seriously. I hope they're not in the next reunion. But you know, they started but, it. Yeah, they did. <clears throat> Fuck, these hot Cheetos. <laughs> they started the reunion. They started the whole show, but, like, the questions we were waiting for, honestly, the reunion was pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel like they should stay as producers on the show because that's fine. Right, got but their they, coin. But definitely hire a different host because I think them doing it together. Nick Vile for the next season, no, please. please. The Be thing the is, host. they guys so like involved in it and mm-hmm. it's like you know you're come on you just be an interviewer you yeah. can't you can't put she so was, much passion she, into it uh i saw she was just being aggressive towards paul and don't get me wrong i love paul actually i think paul was great i just don't think he was ready for you know micah and i don't know i think like in the sh- in the reunion she was just like attacking towards paul and stuff like that. And I just did also what I didn't like was that she said, like, so when are you guys going to have a baby? Like, that seems yeah. very personal because you don't know if the cert- uh, your, uh, the couples can't have children or yeah. can't or going through miscarriages or going through shit. Because they, um, they film it already a year in advance. So they've already been married for a year now. So mm-hmm. you don't want to ask them questions about yeah. stuff like that. When you and what know. if they don't even want to have kids? Exactly. Like, you know, like. 
And I don't think it should be asking questions I don't remember. like that. I think it was Brent. And I think it was Tiffany that no, said it was like Brett. he was like, "Damn, you guys pushed the baby card hard." Yeah, I it was him, but then she was just like, "No, me and like we're focused on each other now." Like because Brent and Tiffany, they were the oldest couple. Yeah. And I think they were expecting a child out of them. Yeah. But it's been a year. Like, like I feel like down. just let the relationship, you know, be a little. And be, also, let them yeah. be with each other. Because, like, their relationship was shown on camera. Like, let them have their own time. Yeah. And I just didn't like that. I hope we get new hosts. Like, don't get me wrong. They're probably great people. But still, like, I expected juicier questions. You know? For sure. Do you guys think love is blind? 100%. It can be. I think love can be blind because I said, I think, I said this a while ago. <laughs> Someone said, just ask blind people. <laughs> <laughs> like, just get blind people. They're in love with, you know, other people and it works. Correct. But but they can feel your face. So then they I know guess. what your facial yeah, features are. You get more like intimate. Yeah, because they say like when blind people will like, the first thing, they start touching everywhere around your face. Yeah. Like your nose, um, like they literally like, because. You know, that's their sensitive. I don't know. I do think love is blind. I I said this a while ago that when you get into a relationship with someone, you notice their red flags off the bat, but you you hide them because you're blinded by love. Yeah. And then what's crazy, you end up probably breaking up with that person from the problems you saw in the beginning of the relationship. For sure. I think also, like, you know, your physical appearance can also help with, like, you blinding their toxic traits because, you know, you meet an attractive person and you're like, oh my God, he's so cute. Meanwhile, like, he's just doing, like, shady shit and all that stuff. Like, but, like, you, yeah. like, you know, put that to a side because, oh my God, he's so cute. The physical you know? appearance. Like, girls, let's be honest, I see a lot of TikToks where it's like, oh, he's six foot five and he has a beard. So, should I ignore the red flags? Babe, but, no. Um, <laughs> no. Don't do it. Don't do it. He's six feet and yatted. Run. Run. <laughs> Run. <laughs> Wait, hold up. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Um, okay, well, yeah, I hope next season is a lot better. I hope yeah. so. Too. I mean, the tea was hot. It the tea was, was hot. The cheese smell was hot. To this day, Michael, I mean, Marshall went on to Nick Files' podcast. He spilled some tea about, like, his... Him and Jackie's relationship, how him and Josh used to be best pals in the pods, and that he would confide to Josh about his feelings with Jackie, and he didn't say shit. So I think that's shady as fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, I get it. Like, you come onto the show, and you are dating the same people, you know, your other friend is dating. But if you're feeling some type of way about somebody, you Mm -hmm. know, you should say something about it. For sure. I think there was a lot of sneaky shit about it and i hate how they don't show you everything i mean i get it there's like a limited amount of episodes they could show but i just wonder what like the conversations behind the camera oh i would love love to hear the bloopers i I just know the tea would be even hotter if when the cameras stopped rolling hell yeah controversial topic though before we oh quasi oh wait no Kwame. (laughs) quasi i call quasi as jess but Kwame. Uh, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. Yeah, mm-hmm. I stand. 
I don't care no, what they say. Bad. Even though I stand. they're both a little go. like, eh, okay. But. I'm gonna be honest. I just don't trust Kwame. Like he just has that resting face of like I'm at any point I'm capable of just messing you up. Ooh. I just hate how he laughs and then straight face. Yeah. It's like such a forced laugh. It's, <laughs> it's giving that Kanye meme. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was Love Is Blind. I hope they come out with more tea later. Yes, yeah. and this is the end of our first episode thank you jess for being here thank you so much for having me yes and um you know we'll we'll be coming here every week so stay tuned because we'll be definitely talking more cheese i'm stephanie and i'm alexa and i'm jess and this This is cheese talk